0: Hey there. Yep, I'm back. But today is not about me. It's about brand. Building a crappy brand is easy. Building an average brand is actually surprisingly easy as well. But building an impeccable brand is profoundly difficult. And here is the litmus test. Take your best ad, swap out the color and logo, and see if you can still tell whose ad it is. There are few companies that pass this test, and there are even fewer companies that pass it while being friendly enough that you'd want to get a beer with them. Today, we're going to talk with one of them. But first, I'll say it, it has been a while. My name is Aton Buckman, you're listening to Marketers in Capes, and since I'm the host, I get to arbitrarily decide that today is episode one of season three of The Rest of Your Life. I love the power. I also love the power of a good brand, and the power of a corny segue. Today, we're talking to Asaf Shulman, the Chief Marketing Officer at Firebolt. Asaf started his career as an engineer before seeing the marketing light. He has since built up a marketing team that keeps a scrappy but incredibly tight brand. Firebolt initially caught my attention and many others with a mind-blowing one-second demo of how powerful their tech is. They haven't stopped since. Today, we're going to talk about how Firebolt developed their brand, but this is not going to be fluff. I promise very practical implications of how their brand converges with their actual marketing strategy, whether it's creatives, SEO, or content. We'll also talk about how Asaf scales his team. But first, meet Asaf.
1: Hey, my name's Asaf. I am Firebolt CMO, dad to three young kids, and yeah. Living a hectic uh, lifestyle, uh, you, one could say. I stumbled into marketing from a much more technical background. So I'm a software engineer by trade who saw the light and uh, decided that uh, writing code and uh, even more so fixing other people's bugs is, is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. I realized what online marketing is all about when it just got started, when the CEO was a breeze, and realized the the impact and what's possible. And that got me really excited.
0: Since this is going to be pretty important, here's what Firebolt does. So Firebolt is the next
1: generation of cloud data warehouses. We are built to create those interactive analytics experiences that everybody craves. The analogy I use is that if you had to wait a few minutes when you search for something on Google, how lovely would that experience be? We are geared towards building the next generation of analytics experiences for engineers that are busy Building products that analytics is a significant part of.
0: While chatting with Asaf, I counted four different inputs he described while they're building their brand. The first is the company's own personality.
1: I think our marketing is mostly informed by our own personality, and uh, which kind of reflects on the brand's personality. Very early on, we sat down and fi- and try to figure out, okay, who we, who is it that the Firebolt as a brand is all about, and um, and that, that was a very interesting exercise, which I warmly recommend any marketer out there to do early on with the founding team and to make sure that everybody's on the same page. And then from that moment onwards, anything that a brand reflects is is just consistent. And, and it's consistency over time creates this magic. For us, it was all about being extremely technical, but at the same time, casual, playful. We're not taking ourselves too seriously. All those elements together are what kind of constitutes the Firebolt marketing strategy.
0: The second input is the users that they're going after. Of course, with his background, Asaf had a head start.
1: Our target audience is a very sophisticated, very technical audience. They have very low tolerance for fluff, which I think is is a good thing. Keeps you honest. Yeah, I think I understand what developers go through. I understand what salespeople go through. So yeah, I think part of being a good marketer is the ability to Put yourself in someone else's shoes. Definitely helpful. We are part of that target audience. Also, we are. We understand very intimately what they're going through and the challenges they're facing, and and, and which is obviously much greater than what Firebolt brings to the table. Their own, their, their whole universe is. Uh, it's very challenging these days to be a data engineer or any engineer that deals with significant amounts of data. You're always being blamed for different things and you're, you're short on resources. But the end experience goes, goes to everyone. Everybody experiences that sluggishness or inability to drill down into whatever report you're looking at. And it always finds itself on your desk. So that frustration and even that kind of empathy to what they're going through I think is uh, is a big deal. So yeah, I think it's a mix of who we are and what we feel our customers need.
0: So they get it, and you can really hear how much the problems that Asaf is talking about resonates with him. He's not gonna start crying about how hard it is to be a data guy, but he's not, not almost crying. The last part is the competitive landscape.
1: Competitive landscape is mostly made of the big tech cloud vendors, some other major kind of players in our space, all significantly bigger than us. And everybody's playing that safe game of we're a big corporate, we're a very stable player. And we felt like there was a need for making things a bit more fun and playful. And not taking yourself too seriously.
0: This is a tricky one. Part of the brand personality he describes stem from the three previous factors. And the other part is a search for sheer differentiation.
1: So that was one of the guiding principles for everything that we do. We try to be very personal and not formal in the way we approach things. And there's simply a very big difference to how the rest of the market behaves. So I think this really stands out.
0: I promised anti-fluff and I will deliver. But first, one thing that companies always run into when they're scaling is being able to teach that same brand voice as a company grows.
1: First of all, there's kind of an onboarding process. So, you know, everybody that joins the company gets a bit of an understanding of the thought process around what's going on. But I think specifically on the marketing side, it's something that we discuss on a daily basis. Is this who we are or is this kind of completely off? We have a habit that I highly recommend that kind of stayed with us since the COVID days. We started having those kind of 15 to 30 minute daily stand up, while you're sitting down sessions, each from their own home office. And uh, this is great. It's just uh, how we start our day. It's a lot of fun. We talk about anything and everything from the trashiest uh, Netflix shows to what some really important things that are going on. Have you seen what these guys are doing? Have you seen this campaign? Have you seen what this person posted? So just making sure everybody's on the same page, but that kind of triggers a lot of things and discussions. and, And then I think that alignment across, okay, that's interesting. That's not interesting. I'm a big believer in alignment. And this is key to making sure everybody's on the same page.
0: There's something to this. When you see a shirt your friend would love, you say, damn, that's so Michael. You know what people say, you know what they're going to wear. But if you're suddenly talking on behalf of a company, you need to learn that, that, yes, no feedback every day is a great way to pass on that cultural knowledge. And promise we talk about how Firebolt's brand characteristics play into their actual marketing. It starts with knowing who they are going up against, and for Firebolt, it's the biggest companies in the world.
1: When we just launched, we made it very clear that we are not some niche player. We're, our aspirations are significant, and we are looking to to make a significant dent in this kind of big data universe. And so, what if our main competitors are the cloud vendors themselves, and a small company called Snowflake? So, uh, the fact that there was a gap in this space, so we just ran into this uh, into this uh, gap and uh, made it very clear that here, hey there's a new horse in this race and and very early on started comparing ourselves and what we do to some of those much more familiar and mature players and i think that got a lot of got a lot of attention it also created a lot of co- controversy because people said oh who are you and how, how dare you compare yourself to to these guys which that's uh, fair enough and obviously We don't pretend to be what we're not. We're not, uh, we don't have the wealth of features and functionality and compliance and governance and all the bells and whistles that some of the the other players have. We do have a very powerful analytics engine that is obviously not relevant for everyone in the market, but uh, but it's very relevant to some. I think this approach of being the underdog on one hand and at the same time shooting for uh, the stars is something that really resonated with some of the market there's a lot of kind of benchmarking wars going on in this in this space. Each, I don't know, every so often a new vendor, not a new vendor, one of the vendors publishes a big academic study about how their analytics engine is faster and more performant than the others. And uh, there's a lot of discussions around that. And uh, it's a big project. You need a lot of engineers to just do that. And we were super focused on just serving customers rather than do this kind of academic exercise. So, When we got excited and we saw some really amazing results from customers that were actually testing Firebolt versus some of the other players, we just went ahead and published that. Now, it lacked the depth of some of those academic papers, obviously, and it wasn't exactly as some people expect it to be. And that created even more controversy. So people were saying, how dare you publish results without having the full data set and queries available for us to see what you've done? So I think some people consider us to be a scam. Some people <laughs> think, "Wow, that's exciting."
0: There's something very honest and straightforward about this. It's also a teensy-weensy audacious. But one interesting thing is that a brand like a person evolves, and Firebolt also evolved. But in the earlier days, they were definitely more cowboy. People
1: keep us honest, and look, you know, we've also revised how we we realized that hey, this is okay. We're excited about those results, but yeah, it does require some more some more data around that. Which if we can't provide at this point, maybe we don't need to use that anymore. We've evolved, we've grown, but but I think that this initial impact of just sharing our excitement about the results we're seeing, I think create a lot of a lot of attention to Firebolt. And that's why there's a lot of people that are coming and they want to see for themselves whether this is real or not. If we had to wait until we had all those engineers in place to, to just be dedicated to creating those academic bent studies, then we wouldn't have been where we are right now.
0: Here's another manifestation of brand. Part of thinking like a developer is thinking about what other developers would be searching for. Another is not pretending like mentioning a competitor is taboo. So how do you beat Google's bidding against you on AdWords? You take Google's own error messages and get Google to send you organic traffic themselves. Feisty.
1: We are competing against the giants that are spending hundreds of dollars per click <laughs> and are competing with Google on AdWords. So it's pretty crazy that Google is one of the bidders for some of those keywords. So what we do is we we apply our hacker mentality and try to find those pockets of demand that others simply don't, don't do for whatever reason. It could be content, specific content that is geared towards harvesting some potentially lower volume keywords, but with very high intent. Okay, so one example is error messages. Okay, we specifically map out L messages of some of the tools that we're looking to replace. Then we write content around that and get them organically to our website. This is really effective and and highly recommended, but that's just just one kind of way of looking at traffic and, and content.
0: And if we're already talking about Google and recognizing that your prospects are Googling you, what if you just went beyond the vanilla comparison pages and just compared multiple vendors with each other instead of yourself?
1: The other thing is, I think it's a lot to do with just doing things differently and being creative. We've created a whole comparison portal on our own website. Okay, so if you're looking to to understand how competitor A is versus competitor B, then you you are most welcome to find all that information on our own website. You obviously haven't looked for Firebolt, but we are very relevant to, to what you've just searched for. The whole kind of A versus B is a big deal. Now, B versus A is equally important. It really depends on how you search and how you structure this whole section. But this is a huge traffic driver for Firebolt uh, right now. The ability to get people familiar with the brand, even though they've searched for completely two different players, I think is is great. I would never see one of the one of the big players do something like that. I think ma- many smaller players would also say, "Nah, that's uh, it's uh, we can't host such content on website." So that's that, but we do a lot of different things, and I think the key word here is just being unique and. Entertaining, so people feel comfortable. They like what you do. They just develop affection to everything that you do, and it goes back to this. Okay, that's a friend that I'd like to have, but it's a brand, and we get that all the time. People say we love, you know, what you do. We love how you deliver w- what you're saying. We love your chutzpah.
0: Does it come at a price? Sure, but it is so worth it.
1: You know, there's opposite opinions. Also, people say I can't stand this thing, <laughs> but yeah. I think anything anything extreme kind of gets uh, both sides of the table.
0: So to wrap this up, we talked about how companies evolve. Just listening to a soft talk, you can hear it. But that evolution depends on having the perfect team. How does he approach team building?
1: Hiring, first of all, it's the most important thing one does as a marketing leader. So making sure those, those people are best for the company at this stage. And my personal belief is that experience is important, but much more important than that is the ability to get your hands dirty and the ability and desire to do that. I'm ideally, from my perspective, bringing in someone who managed a certain function, but now, given that this company is still growing is not at liberty to come in and hire a ton of people, but is willing to to get their hands dirty and be an individual contributor for a while. I think this is really powerful. Ideally, elim- avoiding mistakes and uh, and just running, potentially managing outsourced resources, agencies or whatnot. And then when the load gets gets crazy, then that's when you hire the next person.
0: Before I sign off, there are two things I want to point out. The first is that in the arms race of brand building and content writing, the cost to stick out is enormous. When massive companies can bankroll reports, research, and guides, you need data. And when data is ubiquitous, you need insights. And even when you have the best possible research and reports and data and insights without the delivery channel, a brand, a voice, and a medium that meets your company where they want to be, you could just save that post on your desktop instead of clicking publish. The second thing is that you can build a brand, a massive, well-known, and successful brand, without taking yourselves too seriously, but only if you do it deliberately. You can get a sense of Firebolt's voice and everything from their logo to their content at firebolt.com. And if we're talking about websites, you can get yourself a bolt of marketing brilliance, see, bolt, haha, from listening to other Marketers in Capes episodes at buckman.co.il. Our next episode is going to be a doozy too, so hit that subscribe button, and if you're already subscribed, buy yourself a cup of coffee. You've done good today.